0: Rise with India podcast on ET Now. A very good morning and a warm welcome to this episode of the ET Now Rise with India podcast. I'm your host Rohit. It is the last trading day of the week and we're coming with a winning streak of 5 months for the markets. Let's see what else are we tracking this morning. The government has hiked gas prices by 62% and CNG rates may go up. NCLT has directed Z to consider Invesco's request for EGM. Maruti expects adverse impact on production amid chip shortage. Central OK's coastal zone management plan for Greater Mumbai and U.S. rally has hit a speed bump in September as S&P 500 has clocked its worst month since March last year. Top car maker Maruti Suzuki has said that it is expecting total vehicle production in October at two of its plants to be around 60% of normal levels as the chip shortage continues to bite the business. Maruti and rival Mahindra and Mahindra had also warned of a hit to their production for September due to the shortage. Mahindra and Mahindra has said that it will accept bookings for its premium sports utility vehicle, XUV700, from October 7th. However, the date of deliveries have not been announced yet. As expected, the government has hiked prices of natural gas used in electricity, making fertilizers, and for turning into CNG by 62%. This is the first increase since April 2019 and comes on the back of high international prices. The increase in gas prices is likely to result in a 10-11% to 11% rise in CNG and piped cooking gas rates in Delhi and Mumbai. Property registrations in Mumbai, which is India's biggest real estate market, have yet again recorded a 10-year high. The surge in deal conclusions continued in September, led by low home loan rates and the incentives offered by developers. After over a decade, the coastal zone management plan for Greater Mumbai has finally been approved by the centre. This will set the stage for taller buildings near the shore as developers can now receive two and a half times the construction rights on such plots. The core sector growth has accelerated to 11.6% in August, thus lifting overall output 3.9% higher over the pre-pandemic level in August 2019. A 6.9% contraction in August last year has provided a favourable base this year. Core sector output expanded by 9.9% in July. For the 6th quarter in a row, the government has kept interest rates for small saving schemes unchanged. For the quarter ending December 31st, investors in small saving schemes like PPF and Sukanya Samriddhi will continue to earn the same interest as they were earning during the previous quarter. India and Australia have agreed to sign a comprehensive economic cooperation agreement by the end of the next year. An interim agreement is expected before Christmas this year. The agreement will cover trade in goods and services and a pact on investment as well. U.S. markets stumbled to end the quarter and S&P 500 clocked its worst monthly pullback since March last year. The index is still up 15% for the year and higher for a sixth straight quarter. President Biden has signed a bill extending government funding through December 3rd, thus averting a partial shutdown hours before the current funding expired at midnight. Now, Democrats are trying to build consensus over the trillion dollar infrastructure bill whose fate remains in limbo. Back home, Nifty has formed a small bearish candle on daily charts as we close lower for a third day. Analysts see some indicators that point to more pain ahead. The index has formed lower highs and lows on the daily charts for a third day. That aside, Nifty posted its best series since Feb this year. The index has ended higher for a fifth month in a row, it's longest monthly gaining streak in at least 5 years. Yesterday also marked the end of the quarter and Nifty has equaled the longest quarterly gaining streak since March 2015 having ended higher for six quarters. FIIs net sold shares worth about 2220 crore rupees while DIIs net bought shares worth about Rs 100 crore rupees. Let's tell you about the active stocks this morning. The Mumbai bench of the NCLT has directed Z to consider requisition made by its largest investor to hold an EGM before October 3rd. The offshore investor of Z argued that the company is not running smoothly as it should have and the shareholders are concerned, hence they want to remove Puneet Goenka from the board of the company. The tribunal has posted the hearing for the case on October 4th next. The Department of Telecom has issued notices to Vodafone, Idea and Bharti Airtel to pay about 3,000 crore rupees in penalties within three weeks. The companies have been found to have violated license conditions by denying Reliance Jio adequate points of interconnection in 2016. Adani Group has sealed a deal with Sri Lanka Port Authority to develop and run the strategic Colombo port's West Container Terminal. Adani will be the first-ever Indian port operator in Sri Lanka and will have a 51% stake at the port's West Container Terminal three state-owned lenders SBI, Union Bank and PNB have picked up over 12% stake each in the proposed NARCL. It'll be 51% owned by PSU banks and the remaining by private sector lenders. Canara Bank has expressed its intent to be the lead sponsor of NARCL. The initial public offer of Aditya Birla Sun Life AMC has been fully subscribed on the second day. Most analysts have a subscribe rating on the IPO. ABSL AMC is the largest non bank affiliated AMC and among the four largest AMCs by asset under management. It manages an AOM worth about 2.93 lakh crore rupees. And that's all I have time for. Thank you for listening in. We will be back again on Monday with a fresh episode. Till then, goodbye and take care. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now.